Hello everyone, I'm Natalie and I'm joined here by Maria. Hello. And we are both from the CSC SOC media team. Today we will be discussing studying CSE, computer science and engineering, and whether it's right for you to study it at university. We're joined with our amazing guests who will ex uh, share their experiences with CSE both in and out of uni. Could you guys please introduce yourself and tell us what made you want to initially try or pursue computer science? Sure, maybe I'll go first. So hi everyone. Um, thanks, Nat and Maria, for having us. I'm Rani. I'm a really old student um, studying commerce and computer science. Um, what made me really want to get into CSE was I used to play a lot of games as a kid. Um, and when I heard that Minecraft was made by one person, um, I thought that was insane. Um, and that's what made me want to be like, man, I wish I could code. I could make the games that I want to play. Um, and so that's what made me initially think about CSE. Um, I'll pass off to Teresa. Awesome. Thanks, Rani. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Teresa. I uh, recently graduated from computer science. And what really drew, drew me to computer science was um, robotics. So robotics, I loved playing robots. Um, but what, another side that I really liked was fashion design. So I really wanted to do something that can link the two together so that I can make fashion and like uh, and like pattern design easier using computer science. So that was why I really wanted to go in there. And uh, I didn't decide to go with the, um, the fashion path, but still stuck with computer science. Um, pass it to you, Raymond. Thanks. Hi, I'm Ray. I am seventh year at UNSW. Um, I'm doing an honors degree in physics this year. Pretty keen for that. Um, why did I pick ComSci? I can't really remember, it's been a while. Uh, I think I was going to do something engineering related. I enjoy building stuff and then something driven to comp sci. And that was just the thing I picked where I was in a double degree. And then I dropped the other part and end up just with comp sci. And then tacked on physics later, but that's another thing. And Izzy. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for having me on. Um, so I'm not actually at university. I kind of skipped uni. Um, and so yeah, my experience is a little bit different than the other people here. Um, but I first got into programming, actually doing the NCSS challenge, which is an online challenge, I think back in 2013 now. So doing it for a little while. And so really like it. Thanks, guys. So I guess we'll move straight into high school. Did any of you guys know that you wanted to do CSE specifically like early on in high school? Or was that kind of like a last minute decision? I think that all was on that was on my mind in high school was like playing video games um and not thinking enough about uni um so not for me but curious to hear the opinions of others yeah I'd say I definitely did um uh, CSE was definitely I was really tossing up between a couple but CSE was really high up there on the list um and I think at the end it was a matter of just like really uh, just just choosing one of them and going with it and I end up choosing computer engineering yeah i had no idea csc existed until like after after the hsc um yeah i kind of knew that i was interested in it for a while uh and so like for several years in high school i was like yeah straight after uni i'm uh, sorry straight after high school i'm gonna go straight into uni and i'm gonna go straight into computer science it's definitely what i'm gonna do and then i realized that i also really liked teaching music to kids and so then i was like I'm not so sure what I want to do anymore. And then I took a gap year and then that sort of turned into a gap life. Um, so, 
yeah. And would you guys say your school was supportive of CSE kind of as an area of study, especially maybe for like the women in the school? Would you say that they encouraged that for female students? Yeah, so for context, I went to Hornsby Girls High School, which is an all-girls school, and I could definitely tell that either outside influences um, or like our school itself like was um, there to encourage us to pick up um, engineering or more STEM-related um, degrees and like open that up to us. So there was like a, I think lots of um, people came in to sort of show us how to program robotics um, with Scratch. I think that the school um, taught us to go to UNSW and encouraged us to take like um, women in engineering those talks. Um, and I think generally, um, like the students were very comfortable talking about. It. So I think our school did try. Um, I guess it just didn't register with me or it registered in my subconscious more than active. Yeah. I was quite the opposite. Uh, my school was, um, was an all girls school as well, but I think the focus of the school really wasn't to push university. It was quite the opposite of pushing you to do alternative study or pick up trades, um, anything that's not university. I think it was one of the, I think the biggest message I took out of all the career talks was there's nothing wrong with not going to uni, which is definitely really good, but also meant STEM was something that was not heavily pushed at all. We didn't have computers. I, I, I distinctly remember our computer, our computer classes was learning how to copy and paste in Word doc, which is hilarious. Uh, thinking back now and then um, so trying to get a, any sort of computer class when I was really wanting to do one in HSC was basically impossible um, so but what was really good about my school is we I had probably the most supportive uh, principal I could ever ask for and he after I told him how frustrated I was that the school didn't have any of the things that, um, that I really wanted to do like IPT software development and design I think that was a huge one that a lot of people did. Um, he mentioned, like, it's not possible for us to get a teacher for one student, but if you want to do anything outside, I'll pay for it all. So he paid for my course to do a university. He, uh, I wanted to do robotics, so he paid for. He gave us a ten thousand dollar grant to do, to get robotics kits. He was like, I could not have asked for a better person to support my CSE path. Yeah. So, um, despite the school not having a lot of resources we had the best principal to make up for it. I think my school was also similar to you guys in that luckily for our year, our school executive team was really supportive of us. Even though they had really low expectations of us, they were very supportive. Um, I went to an all-boys school as well, so I can't really comment on how like teachers at that time would have supported like women and girls going to STEM. But in my school, most teachers assumed that we were just going to go to uni. And so they geared us towards that being more like towards the like asianized subjects of like engineering medicine business that kind of stuff and most of us did end up going in like those areas yeah yes yeah, so um for me for context i went to st ives high school which is a public uh, co-ed school right um and i actually had a clash on my timetable in year 11 and 12 between software design and physics and music i couldn't do all three of them in the two slots and so i had to kind of work out what to do um but thankfully the principal at the time was 
amazing and he let me do software design without actually actively going to the class every single lesson I would just go in and check in with him actually because he used to be um, he was also a computer teacher so that was amazing he went above and beyond would go and talk to him for an hour or more every week about about it rather than actually being able to go to the class because they didn't offer it as a distance option but yeah it's awesome yeah, uh, it's really interesting hearing all your experiences and the support from the principals in general is amazing. And I think as time progresses, we will see more CSC, hopefully in high schools and encouraged. And building on to that, what do you think is the biggest change to get used to after high school, whether that going into university or just day to day life? Uh, sure. So for me, it was the independence and self-responsibility. Um, I'm not sure if others had a similar experience, but um, a lot of high school was my parents having expectations and me having expectations of myself because of that, um, as well as like all my friends going to university and worrying about their ATARs, maybe like, oh, maybe this is something I should think about. Um, but when it got to university, um, my parents at least didn't feel pressured to push me to succeed or in there I succeed anymore. Um, and so there was a lot of, what do I want to do? Do I want to like care about my academics? Do I want to do co-curriculars? Um, and also you are, you were more in charge of the responsibility of like, um, are you going to go to classes? Are you going to come to uni? Um, are you going to really do the work or are you going to just do the minimum amount of effort? Um, so I think for me, it was the accountability I had to have for myself, um, which was really good. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely feel the independence. I think the biggest change for me was flexibility and a lot of options, which meant that you had to make those decisions for yourself to know, yeah, exactly the, do I want to do curriculars? Um, I have so much time. You are not confined to that nine to three. That's in high school. You are now pretty much like a nine to 12 a.m. where you can really do anything you like. Um, I, I think it's you really making those decisions for yourself instead of, and then, some of those days you could really just be like, just stay at home and not do anything. Uh, or you can be out and um, doing co-curriculars, studying, working. Yeah, there's so many options the minute you go to uni. The independence definitely was good for me. Although I made some questionable choices. Uh, but I guess the other stuff was no long... If you went to a kind of like a well-looked-upon school, no longer are you probably the smartest person in the class there will probably be someone or a group of people that are as smart as you as hardworking as you um and so getting used to that was kind of a bit interesting um also the expected workload varies greatly depending on which courses you do for example for physics you and like math you go through like your whole year 11 12 curriculum in like two weeks and you just have to do it <laughs> Yeah, so um, I think uh, similar to what other people have said, but the independence and accountability, but also at least because I didn't go to university, having to go through extra effort to ask for advice for things as well. Um, I was fortunate enough that I already had made a lot of um, connections and things through the National Computer Science summer camp and things like that, that I have people I could ask for advice and, you know, what should I be working on and things, which I still do now. Um, and I think that everyone really should be doing as much as you can if there's people who are happy to talk about their experiences you should definitely listen to them um but i think you know accountability and 
kind of having to go to more effort to do stuff like that. Yeah, I definitely relate to what everyone's been saying and uh, building on to what Izzy's saying, uh, being able to approach people and taking on advice is really important, I find, as well. Uh, for most of you, why did you pick UNSW uh, to study? Uh, sure. So for um, me, it was really the reputation. UNSW was more the engineering sort of uni. And in a very superficial level as well, um, my friends were like, oh, Rennie, you should make use of your ATAR. Um, and uh, UNSW had the highest ATAR requirement for the courses I wanted. Um, so for me, that plus the society culture um, and the fact that I didn't feel like I really fit into UCID's um, sort of culture, I was like, okay, yeah, I really want to go to an engineering uni. Um, my friends are saying I should do this. And I don't feel like I quite fit into the culture I used to, was what made that decision for me. Um, yeah. I can literally copy and paste Rani's answer for mine, but uh, I guess I'll add a little bit on that for me would be, um, I've already done one of the courses in UNSW, so not going to UNSW would basically waste that. Um, so that was another plus factor that I would pick UNSW and definitely the society culture, knowing a lot of people that has already, that will be going to UNSW or is already in UNSW meant that um, it was just naturally the, the easy option to pick. I think Rani said everything I was going to say as well. Um, but if you are considering UCID for engineering, there's nothing wrong with it. Both UNSW and UCID are pretty much Sydney's like top tier unis anyway. So thank you guys. Um, I guess we'll move on to the more specific questions now. Let's start with Rani. What made you transfer out of information systems and into computer science? Yeah, sure. So this is a long answer, um, but do my best to make it short. Um, so a little bit of context is that, um, I guess from my history, I have always thought about computer science. And um, when I was picking between degrees for uni, um, it was really because I had a mentor in my life who really thought that I could make it in consulting. Um, and doing a little bit of research, the information system seemed more of the business degree that made me pick it. Um, but while I was doing my degree in information systems, a lot of small things came up um, that made me reconsider. So um, for information systems, um, for the course, um, sorry, the GURI, you take kind of computing courses um, because you need to understand the technical side as well. Um, and I found for those courses, I wasn't satisfied by how much I learned there. And um, you can always go outside of university and learn those things yourself, right? But I know that I um, thrive better when there's a structured environment, when like I can't procrastinate as much and like I need to do something. So I really wanted to learn more, but um, there weren't any more programming courses I could take, which is an opposite of what a lot of information students told me. Um, I realized that taking CSE um, and also having IMSS as my major wouldn't extend my degree by too much, which was a big consideration for me at the time because a lot of my friends were saying, man, I just want to get my degree gun and get out and work. Um, and also I realized that it would open up my job opportunities to things outside of CSE. Um, furthermore, looking at the other commerce majors, um, I wasn't really, I don't like finance. I hate looking at my money and managing my money, uh, which is something that I'm trying to improve on. Um, I didn't really care about economics and I didn't really get it. Um, accounting was interesting, but not interesting enough. So I also felt like CSE would open up my job opportunities. Um, 
yes. Um, my friends also, from a very superficial level, were like, man, like CSC would look so much cooler on your resume than information systems. And that kind of swayed me. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. But I think um, like it took me a long time to consider this, like two years, in fact. Like I had transferred at like the beginning of my third year. Um, but at the end of it, um, this decision for me came down to a spur of a moment. Um, I know I really like learning and I felt limited by my course and ways of the places I wanted to learn. Um, and I felt like if I was paying 4K um, a term to learn, then at least I wanted to do something that I was really interested in and I wanted to try. So for me, that was like, yeah, I've been thinking about this for two years. My friends have been encouraging me. My parents no longer care as much if I go into a CSE role. Um, I want to at least make the most of this time I have in uni. So I was like, spare of the moment. Like, there's always going to be pros, there's always going to be cons. Let me just do it. Um, so I transferred, and I I think it was really good. So long story short, um, I think that the fact that we're in university means that there's lots of opportunities open to us all the time. Um, and you can take a lot of time to think about those. But in the end, like, do you want to do it? Um, just go do it. Stop thinking about it um, was what did it for me. Yeah. And I guess, how did you know you made the right decision? Oh, okay. Yeah. So I don't think you can ever really know if you made your right decision. I can definitely think that, oh, maybe in another life, um, I would have finished my commerce and MS degree. I would have, I would have had a job. I would have had so many other experiences that I value, um, as well. Um, but at least of right now, I feel like, um, I transferred to CSE. Um, I did well in the first year courses. I'm a tutor now. I'm really enjoying the CSC's community um, and how CSC has done for me. Um, and so for me, the fact that I'm enjoying myself and I feel challenged and fulfilled, that's enough. Um, I don't think you can ever know if you made the right decision because there's always like so many other universes out there or considerations you could have made. But I think that like at least I'm satisfied right now and that's enough for me. <laughs> Yes. Sorry if that was a very fluffy answer. No, it's really interesting and it's true. <laughs> and uh, Raymond, uh, why did you choose to study physics after completing computer science? Um, okay. I, so I, I did my undergrad. I initially started off with engineering, comp sci. I, I, I almost failed phys 1A. I got to like 51 or something and then I dropped engineering straight away. So no more physics. And then I did comp sci and then I, I went off and worked at a startup, um, for like a year and a bit. And that was not very enjoyable. That was very dry. It was like three people in the team. It was not very fun. And so I thought, okay, if this is a CSE. I want out. And so I went and did something else I wanted to do, which was a toss up between electrical engineering and physics. Um, I picked physics because electrical is another, like what I would consider like an industrial degree. You get the degree, you go off to do a job, um, which is what CSE more or less is. Um, and I already had CSE. So I went with something different, which is physics. Um, yeah. And then I just kept going with physics and then COVID hit. So I had all of my physics compressed into like one and a half years at home by myself. I didn't know anyone, which is not very fun, <laughs> but yeah. 
Would you pursue anything related to tech or CSE in the future? Or do you think you've made the right decision with uh, physics? I definitely didn't make the right decision with physics. Um, I think it was something that I would have come back and did later on. So I might as well do it now where I'm not like 10 years older than the oldest person in the class. Um, and I guess like having heard stuff from academics and people doing PhDs and stuff, they all say don't do a PhD. So, and all the professors say never look to be a professor because the career because the career like path narrows and narrows and narrows and then you have to basically win a lottery to be a professor and sometimes that lottery won't even run because if a professor's in there when he's 40 he's probably going to stay there till he's 70 and if you're just looking to graduate and your goal is to be a professor in that field you're not going to get it right until he dies or until he leaves or she leaves um yeah and phd you earn okay i guess i'll just give like listeners an overview of academia. Um, PhD is you earn maybe 25 grand a year for four years and you work full time. So not the most like appealing unless you really enjoy your research and your field. Um, so for me, I think after honors, probably go work. And with my like degree and skill set, it will probably be something tech related, whether it be any of the big kind of tech things in Sydney, like Canva, Atlassian, whatever, or something small dealing with hardware. Yeah. I don't know if that was clear or if I just rambled. No, that was good. Thank you. <laughs> um, yes, we can move on to Izzy. Um, why did you make the decision to kind of not pursue ComSci in the end? Yeah, so I graduated high school in uh, 2019, um, and I don't know if you, any of you remember what happened in 2020, but, you know, there was a kind of a global pandemic happened. Um, so I was, like, had decided that I was going to take that year as a gap year. Um, and then so, and I was seeing friends, you know, were starting uni and things, and then um, pandemic happened, and then they were all remote. And so I was kind of, like, looking at what they were learning and looking at their experiences and it's sort of like they weren't getting the full uni experience they weren't getting the social aspect of it right and learning things were, was way harder because it's all online you know um and so it was sort of a bit you know I was like well <laughs> this seems like a not great thing to be doing at the moment so let's just sort of see how we go for another year um and uh now I'm sort of being guided at work and learning more in work and things that is sort of at this point it's sort of like do I really want to go and sort of put that on hold and then go and do a degree that you know I've kind of seen other people's experiences of and it's a bit dodgy at the moment because of COVID and everything um so that was sort of the decision to kind of just not really bother with that at the moment and I guess on top of work uh what tools or methods did you or do you still use to kind of learn programming at the moment yeah, so um, online courses and things, um, also like actually properly reading the documentation for stuff because um, I would kind of have this instinct to just go and learn just enough to make a project work. Um, and then from speaking from mentors and people who've been in industry for a lot longer, they're sort of like, yeah, that's great, but like you're not really learning how to apply that tool to anything else or you know if you're using a certain package but you're only using it in this one certain way and you don't really understand the rest of what it's doing you know you're not really learning it completely you're just sort of 
picking little bits to make whatever weird project you're making work. Um, so, you know, sort of taking the time to read through things more carefully and, uh, yeah, stuff like that. And also realising how I learn myself, um, you know, I've realized that if I go and read through stuff and then I leave it and then I come back, it makes it a lot easier to understand and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a mixture of different things for sure. And it definitely helps to have people you can sort of ask and get feedback on um, as well. Like, how do you stay motivated to kind of keep learning and not, I guess, stick to just work? Yeah, um, that, that is that's definitely can be really difficult, especially because I do work a lot and I'm looking into um, sort of realigning my priorities in the middle of the year um, so that I do have more time to be learning stuff independently. Uh, but really, I tend to be quite interest driven. So it tends to be what I'm interested in, um, you know, to be honest. <laughs> uh, but renovation can be tricky. So having things that hold you accountable, like I'm kind of working on my own project a bit at work at the moment, but I still have a fortnightly check in with my mentor to make sure I'm still going on, like still working on it and I know what to work on next and stuff. And I can always just ask him for whenever as well. But yeah, it can definitely be a bit difficult to keep the motivation. Um, but having some sort of system to hold you accountable definitely can help. I know you've mentioned how you kind of transitioned from that casual role into actually programming, but if you were considering any other roles in the future, do you think it would be more difficult to kind of break in without a degree? Um, honestly, no. Um, I mean, I don't really have the experience in doing that to say for sure. It might be a little bit more difficult, but I have the connections at this point. And I think the main thing that you need is sort of connections and evidence that you can do your job, right? So if I've got work experience and I've got connections with different people in industry, that's really what I need, right? If you can go to uni for years, but if you don't talk to people in industry, you don't ask for advice you don't you know even go to any sort of events or meet other people right if you're just sitting at home doing it completely independently you're not going to have those connections and I don't think that they'd be better off than I would when I've got the connections and experience as well you definitely need to have a mixture of the two very true and I guess final question would you ever consider going to uni in the future or is that something you've just ruled out now yeah I think if there was um a situation where it made sense for me to go like if I decided that I wanted to do education you have to do an education degree to be able to teach in a school right if it was something like that then I'd definitely do it or something where I was consistently hitting roadblocks or I realized I was really interested in something else you know um you know, but if there was something where it's like oh you really can't get any further unless you do the degree then I'd consider it but in computer science especially everyone is learning all the time, right? Stuff is changing so much that you can go to the, you can go and do a degree, but then if you don't work for five years, you may as well have not done the degree because you're probably so behind on everything anyway. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it depends on what you're planning to do. But I think in computer science, it's something that's particularly flexible where you don't necessarily need the degree for it. Yeah, it's interesting how a degree can impact depending where you want to go. Uh, and it progress in your career and you sometimes don't need the degree to progress and what you were saying with connections and going for advice yeah I think is very important as well and uh Teresa uh 
How has your experience been studying CompSci up until graduation? Yeah, I think studying CompSci was like definitely something that was really good. Um, the courses themselves were really interesting. Um, it, I, I think majority of my experience was mainly focused on that first and second year because into third year it became remote. And then I also picked, that was when I started working part-time for the place I work now. So my majority of my focus was really spent towards working. And then in my fourth year, I was pretty much full-time and just finishing off my degree. So majority of my uni experience was really focused on that first and second year. Um, and I think that part was really that combination of uh, the courses and then also the extracurriculars um, together. But I think CompSci was, as a learning experience, really built that foundation for me um, towards my current degree, uh, sorry, current job and role in my company. And you transferred from computer engineering to CompSci. Why did you make that decision? Yeah, so I think I mentioned at the start, I like really wanted to do something that combined uh, robotics, um, coding, automation and fashion. So those were definitely the things that I went into uni thinking I was going to do. But I think that took a like a 180 and did not didn't go for that robotics, didn't go for the fashion, mainly because computer engineering wasn't really what I expected it to be. It did have that really nice hardware component to it, but it also had a lot of the electrical component, which is very theoretical and not very practical. And I'm not someone who can learn just by like doing a bunch of calculations. I don't know where those calculations end up or what they lead to. And that really kind of makes it really hard for me to learn it um, and it just wasn't a something that I enjoyed so what I what I really liked instead was the comp site aspect of computer engineering which is um, the uh, being able to take the knowledge I learned and build something really practical for example I can make I can make a game in 2511 I can uh, build a web app in 1531 and apply the skills I learn in the lectures directly to something that I can see and know where the concepts kind of tie in. Um, so I think that was definitely one that was a huge factor. The other one was because um, I really didn't want to do honours. Honours was one I was like, I'm I'm really dreading. If they can somehow let me out of doing honours of com- computer engineering, I'd be like double tick. But I don't think that's possible. And um, CompSci was one that was like, well, if it's going to be a three-year degree, which means that I can start applying for internships in second year, which means because I really just want to go into industry and try that out. And in computer engineering, I'll need to wait until third year to actually do that. And I think by that time, I'm scared I'm not going to actually like hardware. Um, So I think the shortness of computer science really benefited that uh, for me. Um, So because of all of that, I pivoted in at the end of first year to CompSci. Yeah, and you briefly explained some of the differences between the two. Uh, Do you think studying computer engineering versus computer science makes any difference in the long run? Um, I can make a guess um, because I only did do first year of it. Um, But I think when I was in in computer engineering, I was looking at kind of what companies I can go into in terms of in Australia. And there wasn't a lot, I think, mainly because of hardware engineering is quite particular and I think there was maybe like um, a couple of companies I can go into I probably could have gone into trading to do the hardware side of trading 
Um, but CompSci just opened up the doors to so many different careers and I can maybe go into those roles as a CompSci student as well if I pick up those on the side. Unlikely, but um, I think there are possibilities there. So I think, and yeah, I think as a new grad in computer engineering, it will be quite challenging. But with that said, with a computer engineering degree, I think you can pretty much do all of the ones, all the things that you wanted to do in CompSci anyways. I think the so the difference for me was not that big in terms of what I can go into in the future, but it was more the speed of the computer computer science degree um, that can take me there quicker. Building on to that, how important has your computer science degree been in your current career? Yeah, I think this is a common question that a lot of people ask is um, that is is it really important to have it and like what was the most important part of it that contributed to the career? I think the biggest thing was building that foundation for learning. So I think being making you, priming you to be able to take in new things because at the end of the day, I went into front-end engineering, which is something that's not, uh, at least when I was studying, wasn't really taught in courses, but that doesn't mean I, but I've already built up that foundation to learn a new language the differences between languages is there are subtle differences and there are things that's like very specific to languages. But if you have the foundation to how to learn, I think that's already going to set you up really well for a career. So I think that part is definitely one that's was really, really helpful. Git was a big one, learning how to use Git and version control is a huge one in industry. But other than that, I'd say unless you, because I didn't specifically learn front end, the other things were too important in the in the career I think it's definitely that really that foundational knowledge like algorithms um, and building that on uh, to applying that in different scenarios but I think as I mentioned before in that CSE path that part the project management part was what actually surprisingly contributed and helped a lot because I now have to speak with I think on a day-to-day basis I at least have to speak to 10 different engineers like different teams and they all come from different backgrounds and learning how to communicate ideas across um, has been is, is been pivotal in my career. And I think um, being societies and being a tutor was two things that were really, really helpful. Being able to communicate why I make certain technical decisions and what are the implications of those technical decisions to all stakeholders, whether they be technical or non-technical, well, like PMs or designers, those skills are actually very valuable and you might not be able to get that from a course. Um, I guess now some general questions, anyone who wants to answer. Is there anything you wish that studying CSE, whether in or out of uni, had given you that you didn't really get? Yeah, from a um, someone who did information systems before, I feel like there's a lot less group work in CSE. And I feel like the group work in information systems really improved my social skills, understood how my priorities might not be other people's priorities and how to work as a group. That's something that I just personally found lacking in CompSci that I feel like um, it would have been cool to see more of my courses, but honestly, the courses already do so much. Um, and also, I think that having done IMPS, I can think about things in terms of like, oh, how would this making this technical decision impact the business um, and so forth. And so I think like having a little more of that um, is something that I thought I'd see more of, um, but I didn't. Um, but yeah. For me, I'd say 
Sorry, um, yeah, for me it would definitely be, yeah, that those group projects, but also really big scale projects. I think in Comsci we do quite small, tiny projects, for example, in assignments, but we never do those really big ones that teach you how to set up a proper architecture of a software. Um, and I think those ones we just don't get that exposure to. Maybe the only one I can think of is Capstone, our Comsci Capstone. But by the time you get there, you get chucked into the deep end. They don't teach you how to do it. You just have to do it. So I think that part was, I think that course really caught me off guard in terms of how much I needed to know already. And if I hadn't worked in industry before that course, I would have not been able to do that course like at all um, without doing so much learning um, on the side. And I think front end was one I, I definitely was really, really wished I got to learn um, and how like what a good front end looks like. Um, I think we do have a course that does that now, but I think it'll be nice to have some extensions on, to, on top of that. I think that only covers the basics. Out of curiosity, Teresa, um, aside from being in industry, how would you recommend people learn about how to deal with big code bases? Oh, um, that's a good question. I actually don't have a lot of experience with that unless it's, in, unless it's during work. Um, I do think university projects, I know CSE projects themselves set up a really massive project like that. Um, so I think those ones are good to join to Subcom and just see whether you can contribute or not. Um, it's just seeing how they set and run something of that scale is a really good um, step into learning that. Um, yeah, I don't know if anyone else has any other suggestions. Um, always try and build your own stuff because actually getting them to work versus learning the theory is very different. Like, uh, some of the courses will teach you how to like build large scale projects, but more often than not, you're going to just figure that out yourself. If you try and write something of any moderate size in Python, and then you realize this is not how it's supposed to work. And then you fix that. And then you realize the course later told you what you were supposed to do, but you already know it because you did that earlier. Yeah. Also on the group project thing, um, I'm surprised that you said that CSE doesn't have a lot of group projects. Because I thought it was the group projects are very annoying for me, and physics has like you can actually you can go for those of you doing physics, you can go through a physics degree and basically not have to talk to anyone after first year. Like I was shocked when I went through, but now you know. For those not who are curious as to how much group work physics has. Cool. Thanks for that, Raymond and Teresa. I guess final question, you guys think CSC and pursuing tech in general is worth it and why why not? Yeah, so I think we actually had a really good discussion in chat um, about this. But I think like the summary we came to was that um, it really depends on your degree if doing university is worthwhile. Um, and conversely for CSC, um, man, does someone else want to summarize this? I feel like I've forgotten all the points already. It depends on where you want to work. For example, like if you want to, what do I say? If you want to, if you want to do software for say an MRI machine, or if you want to do software for a plane, you will need a degree, right? If you want to build a bridge or if you want to build roads or building, you will need a degree, like no questions asked. But if you want to um, work for a startup, if you want to do web dev, those are two things that first come to mind, then a degree is probably like that they don't care as long as you can do your job. Yeah. Adding on, adding on to that, it's sort of like 
if you're doing something where there's practical or you know large scale implications, then yeah, you're probably going to need a degree. But in in game development, in so many different industries, they don't really mind, you know, especially longer term. Once you have the experience and you have experience in the tools that they use and everything, then that's the more important thing. And I think we also mentioned like um, one part of university is that you can get connections there, but it's not like you can't get connections outside of university and outside of CC. If you don't engage in uni, in your CS degree, um, it can also be difficult to find those connections. And I think another point that we mentioned uh, oh, is that if you're unsure about what you want to do, university can be a holding bay for your indecision, but you will eventually have to make those decisions. Yeah, for sure. I think university degree really sort of hands everything to you in a platter and tells you to give it a try and see what you like. And um, it, it's, it gives you a lot of um, like those avenues to meet people, to build those connections. But if you don't have it, you can go out and build those. But just being in a university degree, surrounded by people that's doing the same thing as you, it just gives it to you, like literally hands it to you in a silver platter for you to take. Um, so it just makes a lot of those really easy. Um, Personally, I I mean, I I think CS has given me so much, so I have to say it is worth it for me. Um, whether it's worth it for you or not, I think, yeah, considering all those points, definitely make an evaluation and see. Um, and it also, I think a lot of people think you, if you start a degree, that's it, like your life is locked to it. If you don't like it and you don't see that it's fitting for you, take a different path and see where it goes. Yeah, thank you so much for... Um, all the different perspectives and to wrap it up with some advice what's something you wish you knew in high school hmm. uh, lots of things um, I think maybe something relevant to this discussion is that um, how to take perspective um, in terms of like um, I remember once my dad said you know there's like three important things that you do in your life you go to school um, you go to school you grow up, you get married, which was a very human perspective. But I think just realize like how short this period of your life is compared to the rest um, of your life. Um, and like understand um, like everything can seem so overwhelming here. And I also think that a lot of pressure um, pushed me, social pressure or family pressure, pushed me into decisions I made. But um, knowing that like in the end, you're in charge of your own life and you need to make decisions that lead to you having... Um, a life that you want right because when you're working enough that um you need to be able to like live with yourself um so i think that's something that in high school i didn't really think too much about um and i wish i knew then um but i also think that you know having that experience and going through that to figure it out myself was important yeah i mean for me i went through sort of the start of the end of high school to the start of uni really trying to tick boxes um and and sometimes uh, and I think I go down what I consider the safe path. So what is definitely going to take me to my goal. And what I did a lot, not a lot of, was kind of stepping out of that and just trying random things just for the sake of trying. They, they probably won't give me, they probably won't take me anywhere. They might end in a flop. But I think it's, it was, it would have been good if I just give it a try. So I think taking those opportunities and just giving everything at least one go is something I wish I told myself and just, like this is there is no better time in your life to mess around and and like mess up like this is the like this is your opportunity yeah i agree with that um what Teresa said just like this is your time to mess up 
and then you can do it now and there's minimal financial consequences and then you get delayed by maybe like two three years which is not a lot in the grand scale of things um i guess for me it's I, i've been the person to kind of not do the ordinary thing like even though it's just kind of weird to be in cse but when i started uni cse was not this big and it was like i was probably probably the only person in my school who ended up doing only cse and so just look around see what options you have because the most common options now aren't gonna be that rewarding later on but if you try and look for a different option like a different field that's still developing or emerging you might find yourself having more opportunities maybe depending on how much of a risk taker you are yeah i think um something that i wish i knew in high school was sort of um stress less about what you're doing at the moment it's not that major in the scheme of things like you know it might feel like my atar is going to be the end of the world it's not (laughs) it's going to be fine and you know if you're spending the whole time stressed out um you're not going to do as well as if you kind of calm down a little bit you'll be okay um and also i think what rani was saying about like there's going to be external pressure from people people are going to have expectations and things and knowing that you don't need to do what they want you to do (laughs) right um i come from a very my family has all been very academic my grandfather was a chemistry professor for a really long time and stuff so when i said even i'm taking a gap year it was sort of like what are you doing um but that's fine right different people have different paths and it's okay you know you don't need to have all the answers yet (laughs) thank you izzy for articulating some of what i said so much better (laughs) Yeah, and for sure, like everyone's uh, career path is different and it's about uh, just exploring all the options. And is there anything that you want to say that we missed out? Hmm. Um, I think overall in terms of switching degrees and where you want to go, um, it's always nice to have an end goal, but um, sometimes you can just do what you enjoy. I think also when you're thinking about switching degrees, um, having an evaluative criteria of the things that are important to you and talking to people who've done that degree or not um, and switched either ways is really important. So if you're trying to make that decision, um, those are some additional things that might help. I guess for those who plan on switching their degrees forever, I think UNSW has like a 10-year undergrad limit or something. So if you don't like finish a degree in 10 years, you just get kicked out, I think. Something like that. And then if you do plan on doing honours into PhD, honours, apparently an honours degree is only valid for five years. Who would have known? I would just say that talk to people doing stuff you're interested in and ask them questions. People love talking about themselves. You know, ask them, what did you do at uni? Was this useful? What have you done since uni? Um, you know, how has this led you where you are now? You know, just not being afraid to ask people questions, um, especially people in industry, people, you know, if you go to UN university open days ask people there you know um just in general ask people questions about their experience because it can be really useful to put your own experience in perspective and also just to give you ideas of where you could go from where you are now you know and what you would need to do to get there yeah I definitely jump on that as well is just that people are super keen to chat and always very keen to help out um I, I remember I don't think I would have got my job today if I didn't go to a barbecue and I was talking to someone and I was like damn I, I need some help with this Alaskan interview and they were like well why go to Alaskan just come Canva and he, and then he referred me and that's pretty much how I ended up in my job um 
and people are pretty keen to help out. So if you need any from anyone, just ask nicely and see if they're if they're like keen to help you out. Yep, thank you guys so much for sharing your advice. And thank you everyone for coming and sharing your thoughts. And to those listening, hope you found something interesting too. We hope to see you in the next episode of Echo. Bye. Bye. Bye.